Welcome to Africa on Focus, where we share our success stories. Africa, the continent, the young diaspora, entrepreneurs, influencers, change makers, and so much more. I'm Miss Abba, and this is Africa on Focus, the podcast. Oh man, I was confused with the weather, man. I was I was feeling warm and then cold, all of that at the same time. But I guess it makes that weather vibe of UK the Netherlands quite, you know, the same, yeah. uh, similar. Um, well, good to have you on here, uh, Carl. Um, we, we are just wondering, where are you at this point in your life? We always ask this. This has been a raising question since the pandemic really happened. Um, where are you in this, in, in this point? Your career, your life, your, your space. Could you tell us a bit about that? Uh, so basically, I've embarked on a journey to start my doctoral research in the fintech. Uh, so that's basically where my main focus is. Right. Um, I'm also working to push my charity. Uh, that's something I've been working on for a while. But basically, these are the main aspects of you know my my pursuit to. You were with your organization, and then you also explained that. So as I was saying, uh, so I'm basically trying to push my organization currently because we're trying to get more females involved in stem um, i believe it's something that's very crucial uh, due to the pandemic um currently i can say we are in some kind of uh, digital revolution altogether and i believe that we need to get more individuals more especially african you can tell that there's there's some kind of divide when it comes to how much exposure um uh, when it comes to tech on the continent so uh, that's really what my organization is really trying to drive at this point in time so that's on that side and i'm um, personally i'm currently pursuing um, a phd and i'm doing some research in the fintech space so i'm just really into that digital uh, aspect so to speak yeah can i ask why now the, the phd is it because covid uh, how covid has uh, affected um, the workspace or an environment it gave you the opportunity to uh um, to start your PhD right now, or um, what? What? What else? Um, you know, drove you to that decision or to that end goal? Okay, so for me personally, I've always been interested in academia or research for that matter. Mm -hmm. And having worked in the bank, so being an ex-banker, I was always fascinated by payment solutions, um, digital solutions. It was always something I was very interested in. And currently, there's a lot of you know, global interest when it comes to the fintech space. Uh, so I just, you know, the opportunity came about and then I just decided to, you know, pursue that because I felt like that would give me the opportunity to really, you know, do a deep dive okay. in trying to understand, you know, where Africa is at in terms of being able to embrace fintech and just trying to sort of analyze what is going on in the West, how far is, how far is the West currently in terms of fintech and how ready is Africa to be able to embrace fintech? So I just thought it was a, it was perfect timing considering all that was happening globally. Right. And, you know, I just went for it. It is. It does sound like perfect timing. Um, yeah. Instead of, you know, commenting on, oh, you know, Africans are not topping into the, the opportunities relating to tech. You are actually diving down, down into, okay, what can we do to bring a direct solution? So I think that's yeah. uh, kudos to you. Yeah that um speaking of this pandemic and uh, of course you explained your choice of you know um, um doing a doctorate how has the, t the pandemic impacted your work operation uh, have you seen some difference um because in general some would say well 
remote working, for instance, in IT sector, isn't that nothing new? Yeah. You know, um, how, how has the impact, what are some of the changes um, have that been for you? Um, I, I think it's been extremely significant because, um, to be honest, um, I would say prior to the pandemic, being able to start my organization, currently we do a lot of remote working. So most of my volunteers work remotely and just we're able to work flexibly at the same time. So I believe this has been made possible because of the realization by a lot of organizations globally that the work can still be done out of the office. So I adopted that approach and it's it's working working seamlessly. So for me, I think that would be one direct impact when it comes to the pandemic and how it's changed the workplace. Yeah. Got it. I like that. I like that. And why uh tell us about why why did you choose tech? Why why your kind of thing? Because because you're relating it to banking, yes. you're relating it to real estate, all kinds. How what's your motivation behind it? I think I think tech drives today's economy like everything that is happening today around the world is better when tech is is, 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 is self introduced into it and i've just naturally been some i think i was fortunate that i got exposed to tech from a very young age i always loved you know computers um video games devices it's always been my thing um so i realized that it, it just makes scenarios or situations easier altogether so I just had that connect with it and i feel like you know you know africa especially uh, as a developing continent you know considering where we are at currently it could really accelerate our efforts to be able to sort of catch up or you know improve the livelihood of a lot of individuals on the continent so it's just something that i'm extremely passionate about and yeah i think that's just how i, I got involved or connected to tech basically. So doing all of that in uh, UK, I'm assuming, and then yeah. touching base, coming back home. I'm sure that, you know, because the, the education side, I think someone as a special guest here told me that, you know, um, being educated, give you some type of new glasses to wear. You see the, the world in a different setting. Um, how, what kind of things were you exposed to coming back to the motherland, actually in your learnings? What are the, what were some of the things that you were like, okay, this needs to be corrected, or this is, it needs to be better, or this is already strong. What, what were some of your observations in terms of opportunities, uh, as it relates to tech? Uh, so I think the standard one for me is payment solutions again, because of my, my previous banking experience, uh, because I realized that, so my home country that's Ghana, where I'm from, um, you know, there's still an over-dependence on, on the use of cash for payments. You know, it's, it's basically a cash-based cash, cash based economy. And for me, I'm like, that kind of slows down the rate of transactions altogether for businesses, small and large. Yeah. So there's, there's a major telecommunications uh, provider that's called MTN in Ghana, who, you know, they introduced uh, a payment solution called Mobile Money, about 10 to 15, about 12 years ago. And it, it took, I think I'll say it took about five years since they introduced it for it to actually take off. And currently that is, you know, when it comes to payment solutions in Ghana, that is dominating that space. Like currently a lot of, you know, Ghanaians back home, you know, you just meet somebody, oh, I want to pay for this. And it's like, oh, you can momo it to me. You can momo it to me. And that's just using your 
your phone to be able to send electronic cash to make payments and that has been widely accepted and widely adopted which is sort of helping ease you know the dependent the over dependency on the use of cash but even even that you still see that there are sometimes instances where when i was back home you get somewhere and because i'm used to sort of you just swiping my card you know when i'm out um there are instances where i'm not carrying enough cash on me and then you get somewhere and then they're like oh yeah we don't we don't accept cards here you have to pay with cash so you still realize that sometimes it can be very limiting altogether. So I think that's the opportunity there um, for us to, like, say, for Africa or for Ghana, for that matter, to be able to bridge or catch up because out in the West, you can just go out with your phone practically and you can still, like, pay for everything, you know, by the time you get back. So I think that's the difference there, yeah. Yeah. But hearing you, you know, speak of this, uh, hasn't it, would you say that it has developed in quite a verb? faster way than we would probably think that momo option uh in terms of payment and that being a solution for payment in general so i didn't i didn't catch that seeing um a payment uh, a way of payment like momo yes uh would you say that that is rather a a fast kind of development of, of it and or fintech it's actually fintech yes. um would you say that that one is an example of a good development or do you feel that it needs more of a push or newer ways of payment how do you look at it so is so momo is actually like you know uh extraordinary because it, it, it got a lot of africans or Ghanaians. so it's, it's it's present in other african countries so it got a lot of I'll say, africans thinking along the lines of okay i'm not just limited to using cash to make payments so it sort of introduced them to that digital payments uh, scope altogether all and i believe that that has sort of created you know paved the way for other payment solutions to sort of you know be introduced because when it happens like that people are kind of familiar with you know an existing type of payment that you know they are currently using so i believe it's phenomenal uh it couldn't have come out at a better time but then, then again, it, 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 it could really be pushed, you know, it could it could be developed such that, you know, it's something that is, you know, accepted wherever you find yourself, you know, because there are sometimes, you know, in, 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 in certain instances, you still get to certain places and it's like people still, or individuals still expect you to pay, make payments with cash. But I believe that altogether, it's something that, you know, has sort of created an opportunity for there to be greater innovation or introduction of newer technologies for you know people to be able to adopt going forward so i think it's great yeah good stuff all right so we can uh, ghana can tap their shoulders uh, for that one coming coming from uh somebody who is uh, an expert in that field uh good for sharing um you also talk about you know i i really love how you are a stem advocate i've spoken to different um, we, we've had different guests, uh, women alike, that have come here uh, as they are STEM advocates as well. They're saying, you know, more of women, more of Africans uh, in tech and all of these fields that also fall under that umbrella. Why is it so important um, to focus on women in these areas, women and Africans as a whole? Why is it? Could you share with us 
because we know the the general you know statistics and what people are saying but could you share a, a bit more light on why is it so important to focus on these groups just like you do with your organizations uh so i believe that you know there's there's still certain schools of thought say globally population wise there are more women than men some say more men than women but at the end of the day i feel like excluding um uh, one gender that's females or not giving them that opportunity kind of reduces the availability of you know workforce or individuals who can actually sort of um, help promote you know tech altogether because firstly not every male would necessarily end up in tech and currently in the world there are more tech jobs than there are tech professionals as we speak so it is just only proper that you try to get more or you you open the door for more people to be able to occupy these positions because a lot of companies require or are heavily dependent on tech today and if you are just sort of limiting it to just the males there's constantly there's always going to be that deficiency so um that is why i think it's extremely important to sort of give uh, females that exposure uh create more opportunities create that enabling environment for them to sort of be able to thrive in you know these tech careers going for it because made for for a very long time most people should tech with just you know males so you realize that there's always going to be that deficiency that's from the male female gender mm -hmm. divide but when it comes to even africa africa is is boasting like one of the highest populations globally and you know there are so many there's that active um working force that's when, when you look at the continent you know the, this the, the youth are there and they, they are constantly seeking opportunities so i i feel that you know once we're able to sort of take that to the continent it, it, it just creates that that chance for there to be greater opportunities for individuals to thrive going forward and that's why i believe that you know and and even just being able to promote the content because you know we also need to develop as a continent so if we have more tech um, professionals trained there it will just help to be able to drive all or many sectors that we we, we are currently deficient on on the continent so i think it's so 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 important that we we keep pushing to get more females involved and get more africans involved in tech yeah so if, if i understand you correctly the reason why um your focus is on, on the females is because of um, um the lack or let's say the uh, the deficit in uh yes. in the workforce right yes. so you feel okay if we if you include female then there will be a larger um, workforce to um yeah to fulfill or to supply the the demand that is in within tech at the moment definitely and also i even just to add on that i also feel like you know it creates opportunities for you know female because going back on the continent you sometimes observe that there are not too many opportunities for females to be able to sort of develop careers to be able to have like comfortable livelihoods to be able to make their own income so you realize that most often than not a lot of females are dependent on males to be able to sort of cater to their needs and and, and 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 things like that you know so i feel like that also empowers a lot of, of women around 
of continent to be able to sort of take charge of their own lives and to be able to sort of create opportunities for themselves and their families. So that's also even another thing that I believe is, is mm. extremely important when it comes to doing this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. Absolutely. Um, one of the topics that we highlighted was we specifically went to, you know, some of the skills that are, are relevant to uh, the coming five years and really given our listeners an idea of um, as our environment is shifting, you know, the industries that we once knew as being uh, the place to work at is, is no longer that place. And different uh, skills such as data structured, web development, design and product, graphic design, even mathematics and programming principles have come to play. And those are, let's just say, interesting to tap into. Uh, what would you say uh, when it comes to people trying to find the relevant skills to still have jobs? You looking at this, do you think it's... Do you, you know, I because I, I can imagine I just to give an example, if some would say, oh, OK, because I'm a musician, for instance, if some would say, OK, for instance, there there comes a time where uh, going into music is really lucrative and people would just start, you know, making music and start going to all kinds of class. And I'll be like, listen, you, you do have to have a passion for it. You know what I mean? I, I would say that you can't just come on and take on the skill just because money is there, you know. Um, how do you feel about that towards, uh, it cause you are in it, you've studied it, you, uh, you propose different, uh, you know, innovative solutions to bank, uh, to, to banking and all of those things. How do you look at this people tapping into more of the digital tech space and all of that? Um, what, what are some of your observations to this? Would you feel like I would feel? You know, seeing people, uh, if, if this would be another way around where everybody would go into music, where now people are so much on tech, tech, tech. How do you feel about it hearing this? Um, so this, this is quite interesting. For me, I believe that it is, it is, it, it, it is positive. But passion is extremely relevant because like anything else, if you do, you're not passionate about what you're doing, you're going to struggle. But I believe that you know, I don't, considering the way tech is evolving, considering where we are at globally, and even, you know, the situation being accelerated by, by the pandemic, I think the, 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 the opportunity, or I would say basket is so wide that, you know, the more people who decide to come in, it's just going to be beneficial for that industry altogether. That is my belief. Um, because it's something that is not, let's say, just static. And, you know, it's not maybe like music where you, maybe you need some kind of talent and maybe it's just only one person who can excel at the end of the day. You could just have probably one Beyonce or something like that. But with this, there are so many different fragments, you know, that the industry keeps evolving on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, it just keeps branching out day in, day out. You know, subgroups keep developing every single day, you know, specializations and all of that. So I just I just don't see how, you know, things can sort of run dry in this space until we sort of sort of get into a whole new sphere. So I believe that, you know, people wanting to venture, individuals wanting to venture into this space is just extremely great and positive for the industry because right. what that means is that when we have more individuals in this space, it affects our everyday lives altogether. So you realize that 
you're going to see constant innovations of products and services wherever you go and that's just going to make the lives of you and i better so um as much as the reward uh, aspect exists i still feel that it's something that can be it's a skill that can be acquired and developed like anything else like driving you know so i don't see anything wrong with someone going like okay i want to learn how to code and i want to you know just you know to develop a career in software engineering i mean mm. i mean it's something you can develop at any point in time and i i think it's actually it would be better for the, the industry when individuals decide that okay i want to pivot or i want to start or i want to develop myself into into developing a, into starting a tech career so i think it's great so because i am i am on the verge of actually doing a uh, making a career switch <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? I am serious. Um, this week, uh, finance guy speaking. Yeah, I looked up. Um, let's say the courses. You remember I told you on the so- show that the government provides free courses for people who. Um, oh, let's say you're, you're telling me new stuff. I didn't know this. No, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did say um so um because of COVID yeah. and actually before COVID they had these sort of programs um during the summer um were free courses yeah um and then you could take them get a certificate and that could actually help you um make a career switch into a new, a new okay. industry and so i i went on their website and looked uh, for it related yeah um, jobs and i actually found one mm-hmm. and i was so interested in it and so which I, one was that um that was um a back a back, back office back office or backstage right. programming um one and then I went on their website, um, the the one who provides the course, and I had seen that they have more courses. Like they they there was this course which was a full stack developer course, and one of my friends who is already in IT, he said, if you do this one, then you're definitely in. Like it's a full bachelor's degree course, and it will take you less than two years to uh, even less than one year to do it. Right, um, but. That will give you um, enough certificates and n- enough knowledge to start working in, in IT. But, however, that one isn't... Um, the government is not going to pay all of it, let's say, right? Okay, yeah, and that's a bit qu- too much, right? <laughs> and it's quite expensive. <laughs> okay. Um, but, but coming back to the question, so I was thinking, well, what if IT really isn't my thing? Is I like technology. I wake up and I'll be like, hey, Siri, what's the weather? And... <laughs> I ask you're Google. lying you don't have that thing on no, I do. I do. okay and i asked google <laughs> hey google take me to high radio because i already have it installed in my phone okay oh now it's going to respond look <laughs> oh no yes. so okay now will, i believe you <laughs> it will literally it will literally you know show me the map so i am very involved in in tech like i in using it for personal um personal personal objectives but i was thinking working in tech is different than you know just using it right yeah so, do I really have a passion? Do I have that much of an interest where I could see myself programming all day or developing this and that or uh, researching or um, resolving um, tech solutions? Um, listening to the answer of uh, um, um, Brother Carl, I do think that even though I may not see myself in it right now, the way it's developing and, and like he said, there are so many yeah. more branches. Yeah. I would probably find my way in or find the the best place um in 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 tech if i 
if yeah. I, you know, embark on that journey as of right now. So that actually gives me hope and support. <laughs> so I'm cl- more closely doing that career switch. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Carl, what would your advice be to uh, to Donny, who is who is contemplating on making that career switch? Do you have any recommendation of him? You know, um, or, or motivating <laughs> motivating words for Donny? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's 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 exciting. It's great because currently t- uh, the tech industry is very rewarding. Um, so it's, 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 it's a great place to be. And I just think that, you know, aside you sort of working, you know, like it being a paid job, you know, there are certain skills that you can apply into your everyday life, you know, so you can just work on your own personal projects and stuff. And I think that's the added benefit that comes from, you know, just, you know, working in that industry, you know, because you're, you're, you're very close to, okay. So like he said, um, uh, Siri, take me to high radio. You are using it, but this time around, you're on the back end. You actually get to appreciate what does it take for this software or this application to be able to, to behave well. in this manner. Mm-hmm. And there might even be instances where we are using certain apps or software, and we are like, ah, I really wish you know this app could do this or this software could do that. You know, you being you having those skills, you can actually take that on and be like, okay, this is my own project. I just want to add a little bit more features or functionality to see this thing and then it's something you are doing for yourself because one take example is yes at times when i'm trying to do certain you know grant setting things in my just everyday life and i'm like i wish i could automate this process because i have so many things that i want to you know i have other things i want to i can't be spending so much time sending one email or one after the other and i want to probably email like 100 people so maybe i just look okay how can i automate this process and that's a typical example of you applying the tech you know so you you're working, it's, it's a job, but on the other side, because you have the skills, you can actually apply it into your everyday life. So I think it's, it's really awesome that he's considering it because, you know, at the end of the day, it, it just goes beyond the paycheck. And I think it's, 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 it's really good altogether. And the paycheck is, is quite rewarding, though, mm-hmm. meaning the paycheck is not small growl. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's quite rewarding. It's quite rewarding. And, and, and it's just because, you know, Due to the technical nature of tech in general, it's something that sometimes individuals go like, eh, do I really have what it takes? It seems difficult, it seems hard. Uh, so most people just shy away. So that's also another way of just trying to incentivize, you know, people who decide like, okay, I'll take this bold step and actually try to pursue a career in this space. Um, so that's that's one advantage at the moment. And yeah, it's and and we all you know, in the world today, depend heavily on tech. So because we are all using, you know, tools and we are all sort of driving this industry, yeah. of course, you know, the players, major players behind these organizations get a lot of rewards in the process. And sometimes that's a way of sharing, you know, the profits and the gains they're making from we using these applications and software. So I think it's just coming back to us you know, at the end of the day. And it's great. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, now I want to go into tech. I, I work in digital, but you know, tech specific. Uh, it has some. It has some. There's some room for growth. But um, um, those of you who are listening, welcome to Africa on Focus. Uh, we are talking to uh, 
uh, our very, very special guest uh, who is going to be returning as well. Uh, Carl Asamoa, who is, um, um, let's just say, he's everything tech-related, a STEM advocate, ex-banker, tech entrepreneur, real estate broker with relevant links to Ghana and so much more, CEO of uh, a not-for-profit supporting uh, young underprivileged girls developing in IT and coding, uh, which is called Cisco, which is one of the examples of some of the organizations that he is running. And overall, uh, what he is focusing on is suggesting innovative approaches to banking operations. And he has embarked on his journey, just as he shared with us earlier, to try to change the world around him and is doing so through his charity and exciting upcoming tech startup. Ooh. Before we round up, uh, uh, Carl, I just want to know, um, can you uh, give us a few pointers on what should African professionals really take into account when it comes to tech? Um, and you can, you know, look at your knowledge revolving tech on the continent, depending on, you know, which part of the continent, because that is also a whole different story on its own. Um, professionals in tech and both around tech that would like to tap into what should especially Africans take on, according to you? Uh, so for me, I think the West is really moving at a fast pace and, you know, things like machine learning, and AI, blockchain, amongst others, are dominating the tech space as we speak today. Uh, so I would just uh, sort of, you know, encourage professionals, you know, around the world, you know, whatever industry or sector you might find yourself in, uh, just try and develop some basic skills. It could be um, design skills like graphic design, UI, UX, the ones that are not too um, advanced in tech, or, you know, just, you know, being abreast with you know current te technological advancements around the world because at the end of the day what that does for you as an individual is it, it makes you competitive it makes you it just broadens your horizon in terms of your thinking in terms of how you even function in the workplace you know and just being able to be in in tune with this, with what is going on on the globe or around the world it just it just helps you stay connected and helps you be in touch and I feel that you know African professionals should you know invest a bit more when it comes to being able to sort of learn and and, and get up to speed with you know the current trends in tech as we speak so I, I think that, that that's what I would, I would say I like that on that note, we always have a random question. Is that a question that we always ask our special guests here? What is on your music playlist? Um, I know okay. it's it's super random, but it's. <laughs> I mean, I love I love Afro beats, you know, because I'm from the motherland. Um, so, sure. I mean, I'm not I'm not specific when it comes to which country, but yeah, any any really dope music across across the whole african continent i'm a big fan of so. any any artists yeah. um i love i love mr easy i, I love sarkodie you know because yeah he's my guy i just love sarkodie mr easy bernard too is, is, is big so yeah i think they'll, they'll be my standout okay artist. i hear a song request <laughs> sorry i said that is a song request then yes. 
featuring Mr. Yes. E- Mr. <laughs> <laughs> uh All right, right. We're gonna we're gonna check. I'm gonna work on that. Let me just put that in in a few coming seconds. Definitely going to work on that. Um, Carl, before we round up, do you have any final uh, words? Because one big surprise is that uh, Carl will be with us uh, at the studio in November. He'll be coming by and to talk some more about this. We we really find this relevant. This topic. Uh, tech and all of, uh, especially coming from our own Africans that can um, uh, directly talk about this, um, talk about the challenges, some of the opportunities that are around, and that is uh, worth another conversation. So he will be back ending of uh, November. Any last words, um, Carl, that you would like for people listening to take along? Um, so, I mean, thank you for this opportunity and you know, thank you to all your listeners. Um, but I do believe that, you know, wherever we might find ourselves in the world today, uh, either you personally uh, try and see how you can, you know, be abreast of what is happening in the tech space. Uh, we, we all see it, it being evidenced as a result of the pandemic where we had to really alter our lifestyles and the way we do things. So it's, it's extremely important. And also, you know, if you have a daughter or a sister or any female that you might know, I, I, I believe that just try and encourage and, you know, help um, nurture or support them if they do decide that they want to sort of pursue, um, you know, anything in the STEM area and particularly tech. I think that, you know, it's, it's, it's extremely important that we get, we try to encourage more females to be able to, you know, make that, uh, that leap because, you know. It's, I love that. I love the sound of that. Yeah, it can it can seem a bit scary from the outside, you know, considering the technical nature of, of this. But we, I hope even with my organization that we try to mystify the the difficulties and just give younger females that exposure, so that by the time they are older, it, 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 it will something that will just come to them naturally. But for now, I just want to encourage everybody out there, just try and support um, females, you know however you can to be able to, you know, pursue STEM careers or IT careers if they are interested. Thank you so much. Uh, and thank you for giving us uh, the time. I know we went a bit o- over time, but uh, please forgive us. We're just appreciating really the time that you are uh, sharing with us. We're looking forward to have you at the studio uh, in November. Thanks so much, uh, uh, Carl. And um, yeah, have, have a, a good Sunday. stay. Yeah. Bless Sunday. Good stay in UK. All right. Looking forward to, to, to coming over. All right. All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Well, uh, that was a good talk. That was a, a good, you know, introduction on the relevance of tech and uh, being a STEM advocate and all uh, of that. Him referring to Sakodia. Let's just, uh, you know, time for some music, and then we will come back to catch up on uh, what we just learned, all of our learnings, and of course the rest of our news flash because we cannot wait to share what else has been going on on the continent. Uh, I would say uh, time. Uh, let's go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's 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 very important that he did, uh, you know, say that um, tech is developing in a way that even if you are not, uh, if you don't have, if you didn't have an interest or a particular talent, or you feel like um, it wasn't, it isn't something um, that uh, it's you know something that you would you could see yourself doing, still try it. Because it's developing so quickly and so broadly that yeah, um, there will be branches where you might you know you might fit right into it yeah, um, and even 
even more importantly it's, it's once you've let's say mastered a skill or once you understand how tech works from the from the operating side then you can also start creating your own so yeah. you know that that is also um a side to it where i'm like you know what this gives me enough um push or you know enough courage or enough um reason to to yeah explore it uh, yeah a, a bit more than just for the sake of money <laughs> gotcha gotcha so yeah, yeah. <laughs> but money is there money money, money day, day. <laughs> money, money day tech, definitely money day definitely and i'm I'm also going to explore you know different uh uh mine is more into because i work in digital marketing marketing um i would like to attach it more into learning you Mm -hmm. know really um um, providing different ways of learning you know about digital market for whether that be people working for organizations and things like that that Mm -hmm. is really something i'm tapping into because i do teach digital marketing and i think there's more room for uh people to learn uh about it being relevant for business you know um there are some other things i do do graphic design i'm a, i'm i'm good with it yeah. but i kind of left it alone because i like it so much it's it's time it's not time efficient i could just go put my music on or you know any show and just take 2 hours designing you know a flyer and with those 2 hours i could just you know yeah do something else or practice guitar or even that where yeah. i can just get more from yeah. so um i i really use that as you know a backup and i allow whatever uh, graphic design comes in to be done by someone else and then i tune it a bit or tweak it a bit so that is really some some of the things and um just as i use it also to give people some ideas of what in business technology and data science is really uh, relevant we have budget management which is also really relevant if you do it right people that can people that teach or give budget management workshops could really do it effectively and do it well for people that are um in corporate Mm -hmm. you know because now as we are also going into more of a wellness uh era just so so to say companies are also investing in uh really bringing some kind of balance for um uh, employees in different ways so what also relates to their personal things and their finances because basically nobody people would like for workers to be around for a longer time you know and also yeah under having them to know how to budget things so that it will not affect work because uh it invites what headache and migraine or whatever um, another thing is also programming principles, which is more on the tech side. Web development is also a good, you know, skill to have design and product, uh, mathematics, <laughs> Microsoft Excel. My gosh, uh, that one is a whole world on its own. Um, what you also have is deep learning, machine learning, uh, econometrics, uh, probability and statistics. Uh, that is more for people that are really, you know, that God has blessed with the ma- <laughs> mathematics side uh, of life. So uh, we will be keep touching on that. And of course, as we find out more, uh, we will also be sharing that with uh, with our Africans and African enthusiasts who are who are listening. So uh, uh, look out for that. Um, that was the topic on, you know, the skills, the in-demand skills that you should really learn for these coming five years. Um, good one. Good one. <laughs> Uh, all right, moving on. We have the last 30 minutes of this show left for our news flash, which we always find so difficult to push in, in the last few minutes. I mean, it's terrible. It's terrible. Um, have you gotten this Corona Pass? No, not yet. 
Not yet. Okay. Uh, do you have the app? I, I downloaded it. Yes. And when I went on it, it said something like, okay, too many people are on it. And then they announced in the news that it was, uh, it's not, the word is not exhausted, but the word is, it was overload, something mm-hmm. like that. I was like, what is this? <laughs> How are you developing an app <laughs> for millions of people and not understanding that there is going to be <laughs> moments and peaks where it's going? So I've left it alone. And so far I haven't gone to a restaurant, um, me and my um, my friends, we made sure that we went to a restaurant right before they implemented that oh. <laughs> that rule. And McDonald's, when I got my last time of chicken nuggets, I went through the drive-through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I heard that people are not allowed to come in without that pass. Yeah. Um, so no, man, I d- I don't think I will need it soon, other than travel, okay. probably, okay. probably. Yeah. I think you think you, you might you you're going to need it. It's some one yeah. way or the other yeah i yeah. should work on it before last minute things don't work out and i become frustrated exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 but i mean you're fully vaccinated so you know why not just well that is well that is to say put it you, into your app and that's you know that's it ah uh, but you know how mysterious things are because the other day i read that we will have to take it annually some said it only valid for six months all of those things so i wouldn't be even surprised that you know they will be like well if if it's if you didn't take it before this date then you have to get a new one like i'm not i'm not even surprised because of that nonsense <laughs> but man man I don't, I don't know what it is um hot topics hot topics could we start with hot topics because man did you did you did you experience the whatsapp and facebook um i didn't know it was there but then yeah later on i realized oh that's why i some messages weren't coming in yeah oh careers careers were shook oh really (laughs) no i'm just joking but you know a lot of people that driven all of that thing on instagram and stuff like that that's why i'm saying it oh yeah there's yeah but i've no i don't know I, i don't use instagram that much and whatsapp I didn't really expect any messages, so I was like, okay, well. I felt like some kind of weight was off my shoulders. I felt like more more relaxed. I think I should remove these apps from my phone. I went to Telegram and then sent the message to the people relevant to you, whatever messages. And I was like, man, this is peaceful, you know? No incoming messages yeah and no like okay i have to share this on my status it wasn't going to upload anyway anyway so yeah man but people were i mean deprived and i i think you know as in general facebook is not (laughs) it's not really building a good reputation yeah i mean it it was a facebook thing right because instagram was that's the master well yeah (laughs) (laughs) i was like you know just wait till facebook also buys (laughs) twitter then (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> buys everything that we've got yeah it's coming it's coming that time i think they would try to they might have already tried but then twitter was like no yeah but i think they they will win yeah uh, they could buy twitter it's pretty serious so uh checking out this news flash facebook is nearing a reputational point of no return a uh, disaster struck the world's biggest social network on October 4th when Facebook and its sister app were knocked offline for six hours. And it was one of the less embarrassing moments of the company's week. The next day, a whistleblower, Francis Hogan, told Congress of all manner of wickedness at the firm from promoting eating disorders to endangering democracy. Some wondered whether the world would be a better place if the outrage were, per- uh, were permanent. Um, 
A share of this opprobrium heaped on Facebook is incoherent. Politicians are angry, but so far seem incapable of coordinating reform to re-in it. And invest, investors have kept buying the stock regardless of the bad headlines. Yet the company should take no comfort from this. The blind fury unleashed shows that its reputational problems have gotten out of hand. What do you know about this affecting Facebook as a whole? Has, have you read about any harm to their market shares? Um, um, well, no, no, actually I haven't really, but, um, so this article, there are complaints, um, and which, um, could, let's say, uh, um, affect their reputation, um, where they say other, some of this week's criticism, cism, uh, was tendentious and reports highlighted internal research showing that instagram facebook sharing app makes one in five american teenagers feel worse about, about themselves. themselves right yeah they paid less attention to the finding that instagram makes twice as many feel better about themselves facebook critics are right um are right that it should be more open but the firm has half a point when it says that the hysterical reaction to unsurprising findings will lead companies to conclude that it is safer not to do such research at all. And other, comp other complaints are really criticism of the broader internet. Um, so the question of how to regulate viral content for children goes beyond Facebook as any parent would um, who has left their child with YouTube knows. Likewise, dilemmas of how the film amplifies attention and how to draw the line between upholding free speech and minimizing harm. Facebook repeated its plea that Congress should weigh in on matters such as minimum ages rather than leaving it to firms. It has made a better stab than most at settling free speech questions with its oversight board, a pompous sounding but quietly useful body which dispenses rulings on matters from misogyny um to misinformation so basically what i read is um no the app uh, the uh the facebook uh reputation isn't it's it's at, at a point of no return it's it's, yeah, it's quite stable it is it's you know well you know some of the crisis that i have uh, discovered is that for instance activists and consumer groups argue facebook played a role in helping to radicalize users that stormed the capitol on january 6. Oh, yeah, um, a new WSJ report finds that Facebook knew its groups were being weaponized to plan violence. And the tech giants said um, that it would stop recommending that users join civic and political groups as a result. So probably, you know, it popped up like, oh, do you want to join blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that's what Facebook does at some point. Yeah. Another was also that it has a high profile battle with Apple. Uh, it has Wall Street concern about Facebook advertising business over the long term. Uh, Facebook warned investors that changes to Apple's users tracking feature will likely impact its ad business. Another thing is also uh, regulators are circling the, the tech giant with antitrust concerns. So the Federal Trade Commission and State Attorney General have sued Facebook for allegedly uh, illegally stifling or stifling competition. And Facebook has been the subject of multiple congressional investigations and inquiries with pressure ramped up after uh, January, uh, January 6th uh, Capitol riot. 
another thing also <laughs> amid wavering confidence facebook is shipping some of its hardest content moderation decisions out and its external oversight board already overturned some of its previous calls to take down content um you know some of these videos that come up you know take it down take it down there's a whole system behind it regulating all of that but facebook is still richer than ever yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What we should watch is that Facebook isn't the only platform that will be affected by Apple's changes and new regulatory threats, but it is uniquely exposed to risk from both. And it will be telling whether or not investors are spooked by how these issues impact Facebook rivals like Google, Snapchat, Twitter, and others. Google stock has skyrocketed since Tuesday when it revealed its uh, quarter four, fourth quarter of the year earnings results. Um, so there is a whole lot of noise, yeah. but it's not impacting the pockets. Not, not yet. Not yet. Um, it, it might. Um, since so the firm risks joining the ranks of uh, corporate untouchables like Big, to big Tobacco. Right. Um, so the aspirations that Facebook has, right, with the way it's going now, even though now it seems like they are untouchable, um, it, it it will get to a point where well, is that what you expect really yeah because if the if the idea um, um, if that idea uh, like takes hold so the idea that it is like a big tobacco company yeah so what happens is Facebook risks losing its young and liberal staff mm. even if it's aging customers stick with the social network right. Facebook has bigger ambitions that could be foiled if public opinion continues to curdle who wants a metaverse um, created by facebook perhaps as many people would like the healthcare provided by philip morris so so for philip morris in this case is used as right. because philip morris is one of the giant um, um tobacco companies yeah however philip morris um, in the last decade had to literally minimize because the consumption of tobacco due to regulations and etc has been um is is, is going down 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 right mm -hmm. uh, and it's using the same analogy as in who wants their healthcare provided by a tobacco company so if facebook continues um if but the public opinion yeah. keeps criticizing facebook on these fronts like you know this is how you're making us feel um, um this is uh you know you're pushing yeah. groups or this and that that are harming people what happens is they'll get to a, they will have a reputation or a status mm -hmm. where it will limit their growth and with the people who are on there they're going to age right so they're not going to attract new people yeah and then when that happens you know it's, it's just going to be downhill from there however right now at the moment since instagram is a huge platform um Man. making money for a lot of celebrities it's you know that that's that's not looking like you know it's yeah. going to affect them right now however in the future you know um things, might, things might change there, there you know there might be another app that pops up and that will generate like wow. tiktok what if tiktok becomes that because it already but that's what the u.s is is trying to limit right and because so TikTok that yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah so what if that you know that happens or what if uh, another um, sort of app that comes on that um, um, you know starts making all this money for, the, the, for the celebrities then Facebook is definitely going to crumble because right. that reputation is yeah because it's not making us yeah. WhatsApp so you know but 
at the moment. And hmm, let's keep an eye on that. Let's keep an eye on that and uh, see how that plays out. I know that a lot of our friends and family will still be using Facebook. I mean, mm-hmm. well, the, the the average consumer is is doing what average people do. I've yet to go on my Facebook account. Okay, I wish I could say that. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like such a relief, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, another hot topic is uh, well, this one you shared, man. Could, I, I will let you share this. This U.S. man, sue psychic, who promised to remove ex-girlfriend's curse. This yeah. sounds so African, but it's not. <laughs> I know. I was like, ah, what is this? So I was in this group, and then um, they, um, this uh, clubhouse group, um, then they shared it on uh, in the in the in the WhatsApp. So I was like, wait, is this something that happened in? In Africa, so I, uh, you know, I know, right? I just jumped on the uh, on, on the news um, to to see what that's all, um, what is all about. It appears to be in in the states in California. So a California man is suing a psychic who he says uh, falsely claimed that she could remove a curse put on his marriage by a witch hired by his ex girlfriend. This is a Ghana movie storyline. It is. Or it Nigeria is. This, movie storyline. Netflix, better, <laughs> you better watch this. <laughs> this is a part 11 or something. <laughs> um, so, Maro um, Restrepo said Sophia Adams promised she could save his marriage if he paid <laughs> um, $5,100 um, to ex- <laughs> exorcise the spell. the spell. According to a fraud suit, um, filed with the um, Torrance Superior Court. Miss Adams allegedly told Mr. Restrepo he and his family would be unhappy and in danger oh, if the curse was not lifted. But this is also what happens to a lot of people going to church, you know. Yeah. Man, th- this is a this perfect is case for just... You cannot be... You cannot let nobody fool you if you read this. Yeah. After you read this. Because this is what a lot of people do in churches as well. Church but hey, that's another debate. It's for me, let's see. So he's now seeking um, 25000 in damages. Included among several other allegations made by Ms. Mr. Restrepo are charges of negligence, um, civil conspiracy, and both intentional and negligent... Um, negli- Negligence. <laughs> Negligent infliction of emotional distress. Mr. Restrepo said he contacted Miss Adams after searching for psychics on Google. Google. Miss <laughs> Adams' website bills her as a psychic love specialist and PhD life coach, which that um, which the suit claims made plaintiff for more confi- uh, made plaintiff more confident that he was speaking with a professional that could help him. During the session, Ms. Adams read um, his tarot cards and told him (laughs) he had mala suerte (laughs) (laughs) or bad luck placed on him by a witch hired by his girlfriend and unless the curse was removed, it would ruin Mr. (laughs) Restrepo, his children and his marriage, the court paper says. Despite making an initial deposit of thousand wow, a deposit. <laughs> mm. uh, Mr. Restrepo said, um, says that Miss Adams did not in any way help his marriage, and he had been suffering from sleep, sleepless, ni- sleepless nights, anxiety, and anguish. The lawsuit also names um, as defendant Miss Adams' husband, 
daughter and landlord. Wow. But these were definitely Latin Americans because they also have these type of, of things, I think. The suerte and all of you these names. Mala suerte. Mala suerte. Bad luck. Bad luck, so man. Since when is bad luck occurs that you go to someone to oh live. man there there is enough i mean these these type of you know any any person both these kind of spiritualists or whatever they make revenue on you know knowing yeah, extra things about people's lives and i mean um everybody wants to live a well life a well protected life and we tend to put down a down payment of thousand dollars you know for that so um yeah that's that's just but an interesting this is story. me if i would go to a psychic or even to a pastor or to a chief or to a priest and they tell me you're suffering from bad luck what i would do is i would just leave and pray for good luck i mean because bad luck is part of life bad luck is but not, not a curse. but not not everybody sees that and and you know some people come with intensified problems you know where you just need help right now just just i understand right now bad luck <laughs> is a moment it's an event it's it's something it's bad it's called bad luck because we can't help it and it's also called good luck because we can't help it. we didn't ask for it <laughs> a blessing is something different <laughs> a curse is something bad luck is not a curse good luck is not a blessing i don't see that as a blessing i see good luck as good luck okay it's all a right. luck and i see bad luck as it's a luck too i'm but it's just it's just bad but i would never take something as a bad luck as something that someone should help me with mm-hmm. or i wouldn't even pray for no bad luck it just happens it's a moment it's like when you slip and fall you okay. didn't intend to on slipping or you just you know you fumbled you you stumbled and you fell yeah but that's not how but a lot of people mean you should go and get crutches or not walk anymore that, that's not the thinking of a lot of people. A lot of people don't look at things simplified. You know, it's 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 basically saying, you know, when something is going wrong, they'll be like, oh, well, you know, your your ex-girlfriend said this and this. Oh, remember when she said this and this and then you remember that you're like, oh, yeah, she did say something. Oh, well, that's that's a sign of, you know, they relate it and make it so personal. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've even watched one documentary and I think this was then... I think in the Indian diaspora in UK mm. and then they followed, you know, somebody with the camera going to somebody that, you know, so practice this, but then oh. in their order, in their kind of, um, way. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you know, um, this and this should be solved right now. Blah, blah, blah. Buy this and this and this, this is going to mm. take you 500 pounds, blah, 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 blah. So the person was like, okay, but what if it doesn't work? Can I have mm-hmm. my money back? <laughs> which was absolutely funny but you know um to say i just figured because i i i I kind of explored more of these things and i just realized that it comes down to everybody having a desire for a good life you know Mm -hmm. and not really being content with where they are you know Mm -hmm. and that creating the opportunity to do things out of despair because you're not happy with where you are and actually you don't have the confidence that the way you are living life now it could be well Mm. with you at some space you know by not to say your own strength but by the investments that you make you know as of now and i realize that that is relevant for a lot of people so i've with that said i i really made it my my learnings and to actually put into practice to be content with what i have 
because that creates an opportunity for this nonsense. <laughs> so let's say basically be grateful. Be yeah, be grateful in oh, spite okay. of the fact that maybe you know you're walking around with an Android that you desire the latest iPhone 13. You know what I mean? And there was nothing wrong with desiring that, mm -hmm. but um, are you thankful for what you have now? Are you thankful with the fact that this one is taking you to maybe an iPhone position in the future? Mm -hmm. And are you confident in the investment that you're making? You know, to ensure that you will be able to acquire uh, iPhone 13 that nobody needs. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that that's my reflection on that. But um, yeah, I wish everybody would think as simple as you do, but we don't. We don't. Last uh, item on the list uh, before we uh, share one I highlight that I would really love sharing, uh, which is some fun facts uh, relating to tech, because since tech is so much highlighted yes. that we might not know. But first, uh, Akon faces backlash after calling R. Kelly's alleged crimes mistakes. Man, the mogul spoke about Kelly's conviction, saying that the singer has the right to try to make things right by those he hurt. Uh, his controversial takes on pop culture and politics often caught, uh, catch a bit of a stir, including, you know, the fact that he has more, uh, more wives. And Akon's recent comment about R. Kelly's conviction followed suit. The international mogul is well respected for his business moves, including building a city in Uganda. But sometimes the public doesn't agree with his assessment of hot topics. He has stated that rich people have it harder than the poor, defended uh, Takashi69 and worked on music with him, and said he decided not to sign Drake. He sounded like Eminem. Uh, now, Akon is given his thoughts on R. Kelly's conviction. And basically what he's saying is that um, uh, he was saying, I believe that God makes no mistakes. People can debate back and forth all day. But if it's happening to him, it's supposed to happen to him for whatever reason. Mm. Now, that's something that he has to have within uh, himself to reevaluate his whole life, his way of being, because to get caught up in a situation like that, whatever happens is between him and God. There's always a way to redeem yourself, but you have to first accept the fact that you're wrong. He went on to say that people aren't there to hate and mistakes will be made. He has the right to redeem himself from those mistakes. Even him, he has the right to try to make things right by those he hurt. What do you think? I don't, you know, just viewing or listening to what he said, I don't see anything that he said that was wrong. However, mm -hmm. remember last week when we did um, report that, you know, the, the verdict and the uh, the convict uh, yeah. conviction uh we did say that we even asked ourselves do we think how many years do we think it's you know appropriate for him or do we think um he should go into jail for life yeah or do we th uh, you know uh, we asked ourselves that question and then we did say that he has received more chances than anyone could yeah right at the several years back um when he had that civil lawsuit man that was i mean a chance i think even 20 redeem. years back was years yeah right so he's received multiple chances to redeem himself so in that sense then you know what akon was saying is like <laughs> mm -mm, yeah we know you're right but not with this guy yeah because he's already have many chances many chances like man why like why wait to get court or to you know to be trial to be um, yeah to have that um verdict of guilty before you want to redeem yourself he went on an interview 
and say, I did not do it. Remember that interview? Yeah. <laughs> and even, you know, the girls that were supporting him, I think one of those eventually came out and said, no, he's bad, you know? Um, so yeah. it, it, it's just the, the proof is there. Yes. Yeah. So, but, but everything Akon said is true. It's, uh, you know, um, we're not here to, let's say, to hate. Everyone deserves a chance to redeem themselves. Mm-hmm. How, um, how bad that crime may have been i mean that's that's the whole teachings of christ yeah right it is it and is. so i find it perfect that it says whatever happens is happening for a reason that's number one but the second thing is it's also happening between him and god it is yeah i i think you know oh, his statement is a true um it's a you know a, a very sober yeah. <laughs> way of putting it so if you are way. emotional you will just lose it yeah. right you know or if you yeah, yeah if you're emotionally connected you will just lose it yes. because you need the understanding of people yeah. but in its actual sense i don't think his statement is wrong yeah yeah absolutely interesting well rounding up uh, our uh, our talk today africa on focus where we highlighted the opportunities uh, as it relates to tech sector uh, i feel that we should really wrap up with some uh, good learnings and then continue to our uh, last song and then you know round up uh, this uh, today's episode some fun facts uh, uh, about tech that you might not know well first one i would just share five uh first one is over six thousand new computer viruses are created and released every month 90 percent of emails contain some form of malware mm-hmm. okay 90 percent. 90 percent. so this explains this is actually one of uh, my clients that had an issue with uh spam she ended up having spam mm. and man it took about eight thousand spam messages a day so somewhere she opened an email that went wrong and now i get it viruses are created man this is a wicked world <laughs> This is a wicked world. Number two is the Firefox logo isn't a fox. It's a red panda. Yo, is I didn't it? know that. I'm going to check. Listen, listen. <laughs> Firefox logo. It's a panda. No, it's not. That's not a panda. No, that's a fox. That's that's that one. I don't I don't true. It's a red panda. A red panda. Maybe I will stare at it. Maybe I'll see it. But okay, <laughs> Samsung is thirty-eight years and one month older than Apple. Okay, 30, I could, I could, I Samsung believe that. Is thirty-eight years and one month older than Apple. Well, okay, yeah. Apple is a new, yeah, Apple is you know, brand. Okay, another one is one petabyte is equi- uh, equivalent is as thousand twenty-four terabytes. To put this in perspective, a fifty petabyte hard drive could hold the entire written works of mankind from the beginning of recorded history in all languages okay wait petabyte i've never heard petabyte that's that's why it's a fun fact (laughs) another one is alexa is always listening to your conversations alexa stores all of your dialogue history in the cloud to improve the alexa experience yeah did you know that um i didn't know that okay Okay, so I'm going to just drop two because I like these learnings. I don't know. (laughs) It just make me happy in some way. On average, people read 10% slower from a screen than from paper. I didn't know that. I didn't know. I do know as in terms of our processing of information with screen and things involved is not the best. (laughs) Books all day, you know. Um, The first computer mouse was made in 1964 by Doug Engelbart. 
and it was rectangular and made from wood. Hmm. The last one. On average, there is only one reply per 12 million spam emails sent. Okay. So whoever is doing 419 <laughs> has a good persistence. <laughs> has a good persistence on catching <laughs> catching fish. I love that. Next week, we're definitely going to finish. Wait, one uh, in the 12 million? Ah, oh, man. Definitely uh, next week we should finish off uh, on the t- the fun facts about uh, tech. Oh my gosh, that was that was good. Good learning, man. All right, we've rounded up Africa Unfocused, and Africa Unfocused is made possible by Austin elevating your brand, branding, and communications for business and personal brand. For more on that, visit www.byaustin.com. And if you are looking for designer web hosting, uh, make sure that you check out B Artists that provides the services that you need. Here on High Radio, the voice of the next generation. African Focus is rounding up. Uh, if you missed any of the episode, uh, do listen to us in your car, in your free time. Uh, African Focus is available on all uh, streaming platforms. The Google, the Spotify, African Focus, you can find us on there. In case you see African Focus, the podcast, do type in African Focus again, because there you will see all of the recent episodes uh, that we have discussed. We are also on your socials. Make sure that you follow us everywhere, everywhere. Denny is still hiding from uh, the digital, but uh, very soon we will be getting him on. Uh, And of course, myself, you can find on all of your social media platforms. Uh, Let's round up with some uh, good, uh, is it Afro House? Is it called uh, I'm a Piano? I don't know, but I think it it invites some good energy for the rest and the course of your week. We'll be catching up next week. And next week, what is on the list? Let me check if I can give a little teaser on there. Um... Next week, next week. No, we will leave that as a surprise. But <laughs> myself and Donnie will be back definitely and be uh, uh, definitely be highlighting some more about this tech and development thing. Yeah. Uh, let's do this and have a fabulous ending. Thank you for listening to Africa on Focus. We air live every Sunday on High Radio from 7 p.m. Amsterdam time. Join the Africa on Focus platform on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Africa on Focus or visit www.africaonfocus.com. And follow me on all your social platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Miss Allah. Shout out to High Radio and Q Vibe for the jingle. <laughs>